This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on the sum of the events in the news this week. Two weeks ago, Ogunlo GA Club won the Junior A Championship and booked their return to the intermediate ranks. After the game, the Junior A Cup was presented by Ogunlo Club President Michael McNamara to the team captain, David Cullinan, who then addressed the supporters. First of all, I just want to thank the, uh, the Mila ground, ground staff and everyone there and the officials, Gussie and his uh, linesmen and umpires. I say we'll have to put Kylie and himself in couples counselling for the winter now. <laughs> uh, next of all, I'd like to thank the supporters today. Turn up in all the black and amber. It's brilliant to see it. It's great to have the buzz back around the parish again. We've worked hard for three years. It's been a bad few years the last few years, but we built and we built and we're coming back twice. Up the intermediate. <laughs> Next of all, I'd want to thank Crosheen for a great game, a good sporting game. So it wasn't too many dirty stats thrown, but, you know, it's a few. Never hurt anyone. Um, just three cheers for Crosheen, lads. I know it's hard to lose finals. We've lost enough from ourselves, so just three cheers for Crosheen. Great game. Uh, next of all, I just want to thank our managers, uh, Donald Malloy, uh, Connor McGee, Johnny McMahon, um, Mike Sheedy, PJ, and all the lads that do all the great work behind the scenes. Uh, Eugene Hogan, Pascal, and I just want to say... Alan who? Alan as well. And the, the amount of work they do behind the scenes is unreal, lads. We don't even know the half of it. I'd say they're on the phone 20, 20 hours a day bringing up and organising stuff that we don't even know about. So thanks a million for that. <laughs> Next of all, to the, to the wives, spouses, girlfriends, parents, um, brothers, sisters, for putting up with us all year and for all our sacrifices over the our long evenings that we didn't see. Thanks for all the support and the sandwiches and food and everything. Thanks very much. And lastly, lastly, to my team and the panel here beside me, it's from 1 to 35 and all the young lads in between that helped us train all year. All down to you, lads. When we got together and started training properly, we got it done, all right? So we'll just drive it on now next year and we're going to Munster. We'll see you in the Vipers! The former general manager of Irish Seed Savers, Jennifer McConnell, is undertaking a walking fundraiser between now and Christmas in support of a number of charities. Jim Collins spoke to Jennifer during the week for News Extra. OK, I'd like to welcome now back to Scariff Bay Community Radio, Jennifer McConnell. Jennifer was formerly a general manager at Seed Savers, but uh, has since moved on to other things. But uh, listeners will remember her from her days then and her many appearances on Scariff Bay Community Radio. Jen, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate the opportunity to come back and, and be on Scarif Bay again. Well, listen, uh, you're always welcome back here, Jen, and you know that. the uh, This time, I see where uh, you're actually going on a walk, a rather long walk. Well, yeah, now, thankfully, it's not going to be all on uh, all in one day. But what I wanted to do, obviously, with the time of year is to do a fundraiser of 150 kilometres and do it over 30 days. So it's really only about five kilometres each day. But actually to use it as an opportunity to raise funds for um, three charities, I think, are very worth supporting. So locally want to support Clare Animal Welfare 
and then nationally wanted to support Samaritans Ireland and then internationally Medicine Sans Frontieres, which is the Doctors Without Borders. Um, so I suppose each would have some kind of relevance to me. Um, but I just thought while myself and my trusty dog, Belle, tend to go for regular walks, why not actually use it for uh, some good purpose and actually help other organisations that are doing great work. That's brilliant. And of course, uh, you, your dog, which is, is it a new acquisition for you? So she is actually unintentionally a lockdown dog. But when I had intended from the beginning of last year, so before COVID came into all of our lives, um, I had intended to actually get a dog. So I was keeping an eye out. And then someone that I know um, locally actually had five pups. So I ended up getting her. And so she's a Collie Springer mix and she's absolutely gorgeous and a great addition to my life. And obviously being the breed that she is, is a, a lot of energy. So there's a lot of... a uh, need to go for walks and keep her active and um, so yeah so i've had her now since june last year and so she's you're taking her for the the 30 kilometer or the 30 day walk with you yes yes i am now she unfortunately she didn't get a get a say in it but I, she's definitely enjoying enjoying the the walk so far so we started it yesterday which was the 24th of november and then the intention is the 30 days that our last day will be the 24th of december yes i suppose jen given and you mentioned the the lockdown during the pandemic and and a lot of dogs uh, were were bought or were acquired uh, during that time and i suppose that has led to to some difficult difficulties for the animals themselves now well that's it but I think I think one of the things I know I benefited greatly because I live by myself so greatly benefited from having a dog um, great company great opportunity to get out and go for walks um, but I think as well a lot of people did get dogs cats you know pets of any kind and really now that people are going back to working back to their offices you know life is going back to some element of normality that actually keeping a pet is a lot of work and I think a lot of people are finding actually it's a lot more work than they expected and you know they may not necessarily have the time the space or the financial commitment to be able to look after a pet so a lot of animals are in need of help which Clare Animal Welfare are actually doing great work. Okay well that's that's really good and uh, the other group that uh, you're you're want to help in this endeavour uh, are the Samaritans. Yeah, so I think as well that realistically, probably the last 18 months, two years has been incredibly hard on everyone. I think everybody has struggled in some way, whether it is from isolation. Um, and, and again, myself, I've, I've definitely kind of felt that element. Now, I was blessed in the fact that with Seed Savers being an essential business, I was able to still go into work um, and see the team and engage with people. But I know a lot of people struggled. Um, and I think the work that the Samaritans do is very helpful to actually offer that kind of listening ear and help people that may be struggling looking for a bit of support but also I think everybody has known people that have died over the last 18 years whether it is for health reasons whether there have been mental health issues and there have been unfortunately many suicides that have happened um, and again some of some of that is from isolation as well so the Samaritans provo- provide support to people who may have suicidal ideation but also they are there to support families and friends that may have recently lost somebody to suicide so I think we all know people that have died over the last 18 months and unfortunately some in more tragic circumstances so again I think the work that the Samaritans are doing is just very much needed especially now more than ever yes and we've had Margaret from the Samaritans in Ennis on on our station over the last couple of months you know so they they do fantastic work and really an ear uh, to listen and it can be very 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 important 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you can hear my dog in the background there. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, I'm sure she'll uh, lend her support to uh, to your work. Absolutely, to, to your she would. Yeah. Listen, the yeah. Uh, and, and the third. And then the, yes. the third one, yes, is Medicine Sans Frontier. So basically, prior to me moving to Clare, I had the, I suppose, great opportunities to work and live abroad. And one country that I worked in was Haiti. Now, many people, I suppose, are familiar with Haiti from the earthquakes in 2010. Uh, thankfully, I had left Haiti just 12 weeks before those earthquakes, but I had seen the work that Médecins Sans Frontières, which are Doctors Without Borders, they do phenomenal work in countries that are really experiencing hardship, whether it's through war, whether it's through natural disasters, man-made disasters. You know, they're really very good on the ground and they're there for emergency relief. So I obviously, with Haiti as well now, have been experienced a more recent earthquake. So again, it's it's just the kind of thing of these are organisations, Medicine Sans Frontier are an organisation that are reliable. They've been around for many years and they do phenomenal work in these countries. So I just wanted to kind of, I suppose, give support to them um, in recognition of the great work that they do and will unfortunately have to continue to do as the world is still in a lot of tor- turmoil. Yeah, I was just thinking there that, you know, most weeks uh, we hear the, the, the name Medstone Sans Frontier many, many times during the week because, as yeah. you say, whether yeah. it's in Haiti where there have been disturbances and uh, unrest recently uh, to Afghanistan, yeah. uh, all yes, over the yeah, place where, where there's uh, where there are problems, uh, they're, they're straight in to, to do what they can. So it's a very worthy yeah. cause, Jennifer. Yeah, and I think the thing as well is that like there are so many organisations that do phenomenal work and serve an important work in many ways. And I know there there might be a lot of people will say, well, why give to these organisations continuously? They should be properly funded. And the thing as well is that, yes, there is funding out there, but it's really about recognising that these organisations are filling a gap that is not possible to be provided for by the state. So it's that element of how can we actually ensure that people in communities and at, at a local level benefit from the support services, whether it's Medicine Sans Frontier, whether it is Samaritans Ireland, whether it is Clare Animal Welfare. And like there are a million and one other organisations, Irish Seed Savers being another one as well, that do important conservation work. So I think the thing as well is everybody will have a charity that is maybe close to their heart or close to maybe their personal experiences. So it's a good time of year for people to actually consider how they can contribute to charitable work that's done both locally, nationally and internationally. And I suppose this is my my little effort in how I want to support organisations that have some meaning for me. Okay, well, the fair play to you, Jen, and I hopefully, Thanks so I, ho- I hopefully you're in training at this stage for five kilometres. Yes, well, we started. Yeah, we started yesterday. So we had a lovely walk around the Ohanish Loop here in East Clare, and that was actually seven kilometres. And then today we were up in the woodlands, up in Agonalo. So I'm hoping tomorrow maybe to venture further afield, might go up to Moilusa, and actually use this as an opportunity to get to know East Clare better and actually explore what there is on offer because there's such beautiful landscapes here as well and I'm educating a lot of other people like friends and family who haven't yet been down to visit to actually show them photographs of you know the beauty of East Clare so it's a great opportunity to do that Um, so yeah we we are in training but I think every day is going to be a training and then by the time we get to Christmas Eve we will be trained up fully and and hopefully we will be fully exercised, achieved our goal and ready for Christmas Day. Well that's brilliant (laughs) listen a very important matter is uh, any listeners who would like to uh, help you out and donate to those worthy causes how do they do it 
Yeah, so I suppose I like you know I really appreciate the opportunity to to promote this on Scarif Bay. I hadn't really thought about how anybody that I don't know could uh, contribute, but there's a couple of ways. So there is a uh, website that has actually been created through an organisation called I Donate, which is literally the letter I D O N A T E dot I E. I think it is, um, or else I Donate dot com. And in there they can put in my name, which is Jennifer J E N N I F E R McConnell M C C O N N E L L, and they should be able to link into the website. Or the other option is they can put in the words 30 days, 150 km, three charities. And that should hopefully get them there. And if anybody else wants to make contact, maybe they can contact through Scarif Bay and Community Radio and then you can relay the messages to me. But I think anything, all help is very much welcome. Um, So I appreciate any support that I can get for this. But if people have other charities as well, they feel they want to support, I would encourage you to do it now at this time. Okay, and just a reminder again, Jennifer, the three charities that you are supporting are? Clare Animal Welfare. Samaritans Ireland and Medicine Sans Frontiers, which are also known as Doctors Without Borders. Okay. Well, Jennifer, we wish you the best of luck uh, with your walk. Thank go, you so much. Go well and go safely. And hopefully that uh, you. you will be uh, at the end, for, you'll be able to sit down to your Christmas dinner knowing that uh, you have contributed hugely and that you have facilitated, I suppose, people from East Clare and beyond to uh, to contribute to those charities. So, Jennifer yeah. McConnell, many thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much, Jim. I really appreciate the opportunity and to wish all of your Christmas, all of your listeners a happy Christmas in the lead up anyway. And I hope that everybody will have a happy and healthy time as well. OK, Jennifer, many thanks. OK, thank you. Scarif O'Gunnell Camogie Club last weekend won their first ever minor A title, defeating Ina Kilnamona at Father McNamara Park. Leo Doyle spoke to team manager Derek Murphy after the game. But first we hear from team captain Jennifer Daly. Um, I'd like to just say a few thanks so first off I'd like to thank Ina Kilimona you were an unreal team like I always hate playing you you put in savage work but well done girls three chips for um, Ina Kilimona hip 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 Um, I'd like to thank all of our coaches Aidan and Christina Derek and um, just for all the work they put in and like we train every Saturday morning at nine, no matter what. So well, thanks for all the coaches you put in such amount of work, like behind it all. So thanks for that, and thanks to all the girls. Like you're an amazing bunch of girls. Like I love playing with you. We all get along so well, and like the work you put in today, like it's just I've never seen before. It's just well done. And I'd like to thank the county board um, for running the competition and letting us play on the pitch. It was unreal pitch, it was good conditions. And I'd like to thank um, all the parents and supporters for coming to all our matches. And I'd like to thank Scarfe Bay for broadcasting. So that's it. <laughs> We're now joined by the jubilant Scarif O'Gunlow, winning manager. And then Will used to success during his, during his time as a player, both in hurling with Scarif and with football, with Camille comes from a great uh, G8 uh, dynasty with, with the Murphys. It's Derek Murphy. Derek, you're welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio. And first of all, many congratulations on a tremendous victory. Thank you very much, Leo. Thank you very much, yeah. Uh, look, at it, there's no doubt any time you come to your final, it's going to be held there. It was held there today, but I suppose on the balance of play uh, overall, Scarif are going to deserve a winners. Yeah, we were, yeah. The, the, girls, the girls never um, give up and they try very, very hard. They train very hard. They train very hard for this day. And uh, they put in a huge, huge effort. And we knew coming in today against Ina Kilimona into a final that's always going to be a tough, tough battle. And they put up against us today, but the girls come out on top. 
and they played very, very well. They played with the heart in the sleeves. They went down for every single ball. They took every belt that was given there and they played exceptionally well. Yeah, and I, did, I suppose, Derek, looking at the team, you know, in the first half, it was up and down the field. It was tough going, you know. The goal from maybe Walsh kept it, you know, was a, a tremendous uh, goal to uh, put a, a, you know, get a, that goal and give him, get this get him closer. But the goal from the start of the third quarter, which is the moving quarter, you took you put Lorraine O'Grady in full forward and a goal and a point and really that was where the the, the, the template was set yeah we're looking that way that we can there's a couple of girls or four or five girls that we can move in any position in the field and if you ask the girls to do anything they don't mind where they go they just go and do the job and Lorraine came up trumps she went from midfield into full forward got that ball and, and scored a goal which which paid dividends for us at the end of the day and indeed I suppose you know any team is, is built on its defence Derek and yeah. there's no doubt your defence was ex- exceptionally yeah. strong no more so than your own a, a, a daughter Bonnie who <laughs> had plenty of senior experience at full back yeah. and Edward Rogers at centre back ably assisted by a lady I didn't know a whole lot about and we no, no, Collins's, Collins's are as good as you're going to get yeah. but Karen Mahoney for me yeah. one I didn't know a lot about you know give a tremendous performance she also. played super super the two cornerbacks played very very well but Karen, Karen and, and, and Roshan all the backs are putting in the effort all year long day in day out every Sunday morning we trade at 9 o'clock and they put in the effort and, and they got the reward today and as well Terry look at I know your, your experience of your senior players told but I tell you looking at the rest of the players here today they are more than ready for senior oh, at, yeah, and, no, and, and at adult level already. there's no issue there with them. I just talk about the senior players that they were very tired today some of them got very tired there for the end and probably that affected our ability to drive on a bit you know in this game but Look, it is what it is now. We won it. We have the cup, and I'm delighted for the girls. Yeah, and with that, Derek, look at I know our celebrations are going to be muted with everything that's going yeah. on at the moment. But look at many congratulations to you and all your management team okay. and all the players on a tremendous minor victory. Thank you very much, Leo. I like just big thank to Christina Madden and 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 Broderick Mason and Aidan Kelly. They gave me super help all year. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend, and we'll keep you updated on local events. And this is Ursula Hogan for Scarf Bay Community Radio. Mm-hmm.